Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. Tootsie Row, get that Tootsie Row. <laughs> <laughs> Cotton candy sweet as gold. Let me see that Tootsie Row. Tootsie Row. Tootsie Row. To the left, to the left, to the right. <laughs> that would be awesome if like, the Tootsie Row company ended up just like, just for one, just like an April Fool's joke. <laughs> just dropped it and go, let's see that Tootsie Row. The last candy commercial I saw that made me laugh kind of hard. It was a recent one. Was it candy, was a t- candy commercial made you kind of hard? No, laugh, Todd. Oh. Um, it was a, the Twix commercial, you know, with the one side, which I think is really dumb. Oh, yeah, the it, one side is... Yeah. One side is one company and the other side is the other company. Twix, yeah, Twix. And uh, I think I said Kit Kat. I might have said Twix, whatever. Um, but there was this one where the kid, the kid goes, uh, they do it just like that on the other side. And the packing tape comes and covers his mouth. And they go, they got packing tape like that on the other side. <laughs> just the way the guy said it, I mean, laughing. Oh yeah, I've seen those where the guy is just like a total dick. Like, oh yeah, you got the. Well, why don't you go back over there? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I just think that the gimmick they need to drop it. Like they've been doing it for like two years and it's so dumb. Yeah. Like who would split a company to make the same thing? Like, come on. Yeah. Anyway, let's not talk about dumb shit. Let's actually do the fucking podcast. <laughs> let's talk about our dumb shit. Let's talk about sex, baby. You were going to make fun of me, and then you started singing. Yeah, I know. Because, the, makes me. because that fucking earworm got in there. <laughs> let's talk about sex. <laughs> let's talk about sex. Oh. <laughs> it was always that heavy snare back then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was the worst song? It was um, "That Girl Is Poison." Oh yeah, it was all. Poison. And at the end of the song, at the end of the song, yo, they dropped the verse. Do 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 do. That's that's no diggity. I can sing if no diggity's on. I can sing it perfectly. Oh jeez. Yeah, it's that sad. 
Uh, welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks Podcast. I'm Steven Vargas. No diggity, no <laughs> doubt. I'm Adam Riley. Play on, play out. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Uh, so this is Halloween week. So Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you... It was also my, my kid's birthday too, yesterday. Uh do you actually get do you I mean, I know you're like an atheist, so obviously you worship the the uh, Satan. Satan. Um Yeah, I worship something I don't believe in. <laughs> Because I'm a douchebag like that. <laughs> you actually do Halloween or no? Like trick-or-treating or anything? Yeah. Not, not you personally, but your kids. <laughs> well, no, I don't. Um, yeah, the kids go trick-or-treating. You know, it's funny. They didn't originally because when when we lived in L.A. and we lived with my wife's uh, mother for a bit. Um, and no, she didn't live with me. It was that sad. I lived with her. Um <laughs> She she's in one of those religions that's kind of like Jehovah Witness, where they don't have any fucking holidays. Yeah, yeah and yeah, so um, the boring guy. Yeah, so it's like don't celebrate life at all. Just be really depressed the entire time you're alive, and then you'll get to go to heaven. Um, so then, like, yeah, I know. So we didn't celebrate it then. We didn't celebrate Christmas either. Nothing. I celebrate Christmas. Fuck it. That's American tradition. And fuck, I, I, my family has never celebrated a holiday in a religious way, like ever, when when I was a kid or anything. Um, but yeah, so now every year her mother, her mother calls, is like, make sure you're not celebrating Halloween. Don't let the kids. It's the Satan's holiday. I'm like, oh my god. I, I had a a long discussion with her about the things that she thinks her religion created. <laughs> were around long before religion was even written down. Oh man, that's funny. So. Yeah, I'm probably gonna be giving out candy this year again. I don't give out candy because I live in the hood. And fucking these people cross the street and go to the rich houses. <laughs> no, they come to my door, they get a shotgun in the face. <laughs> that's real talk. <laughs> Knock on my door, it's like, bitch, I have nothing for you. <laughs> Who that? <laughs> Who that is? <laughs> Trick or treat, yo! Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the only trick or treat is the only trick or treat is around on my block are looking for fucking weed and crack. <laughs> Dude, you can respond like Friday when somebody knocks on the door. You open up and why are you knocking on the door like the goddamn police? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, all the kids like you'll see it. Like we'll go out, the sun will go down, and I'll, I'll get all the kids together, and we'll go outside. And every single child in my apartment complex. They all walk in the same exact direction, <laughs> and they cross the street because right across the street is a bunch of middle class housing. Mm. And that, of course, you're gonna go over there and get their candy. Right, right, right. You know, so and that's what I do too. Fucking, <laughs> I always go to the nicer neighborhood. Fucking around. It's like um, you you always play the same thing every year. Uh, drunken Irish. What do you want me to do? Uh. Trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, trick or treat. Aren't you a little old for trick-or-treating? It's like, you know, you're acting real dumb right now. You get kicked in the fucking face. <laughs> Give me a piece of candy. How about that? <laughs> that throw a bottle of Guinness in there while you're at it. <laughs> yeah. Let me get one of those smokes, too. <laughs> I see them in your pocket. You're <laughs> <laughs> fucking walking down the street with a cigarette. Like, <laughs> What's your costume? I'm the one not to fuck with. That's my costume. <laughs> That's my costume. <laughs> fuck away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that bag of candy, bitch. <laughs> it's like a six-year-old kid. Dude, there was one What'd year you I took, your mom? 
I know. It was one year. It was like one of the first years I took my kids out, and I saw this like he had to been seventeen. Mm. He was taking this like eight year old's bag of candy. Give me candy. Give me candy. And the eight year like, "Fuck you! I ain't giving you shit." <laughs> and I I'm looking, and he sees me, and he stops. And sometimes I forget that I'm now old enough to the point that teenagers look at me and go, "Shit, there's an adult." Right, right. And I look at him. I go, "I is this what you're doing?" <laughs> You look fucking sad right now. Leave that fucking kid alone. And he just ran off. And the kid's like, thank you, mister. I'm like, don't worry about it. Throw me a Snickers. Nah. <laughs> so while you're thanking me, just give me a candy. <laughs> I'm just going to take half of the candy because I'm a concerned citizen. Exactly. I'm a compassionate individual. I only take half. <laughs> That's called the protection task. Yeah, when the kid tags. When the kid looks at you and he says, thinks like, oh, shit, it's an L. You draw a switchblade on him. <laughs> What? Bitch? He's like, oh shit! <laughs> we from the streets around here, motherfucker. <laughs> out of nowhere, you pull out a board with a huge nail at the end of it. You're like, oh come on, this is gonna go down now. <laughs> Where were you even keeping? Don't worry about that shit. <laughs> that ain't what you need to be worrying about. <laughs> what you need to worry about is where this board's gonna end up. <laughs> Where I was keeping it isn't the problem. Where I'm going to be keeping it is the problem. For you. <laughs> For you. <laughs> you start, the kids are like, oh, yeah, he protects us. That's cool. Now give me half your candy each. For a while, we weren't even going to go trick-or-treating. We were going to have like this Halloween party here and just keep the kids inside and shit because it's easier. And the kids didn't care. My kids are like the most humble fucking kids on the planet. They they don't care. It was my, my twin's birthday, ninth birthday, yesterday. And I'm a little broke. You know, I'm, I'm out of work right now, whatever. It is what it is. So I told him, I sat him down the day before. I said, listen, I ain't, I'm not going to get you any presents for your birthday. Because Christmas is coming up. So I'm going to put the money aside and get you something nicer on Christmas. Perfectly fine with it. So my, my mother decides to surprise everybody with a cake i was gonna make a guy had a three dollars for a cake mix you can't make a cake for your kids like <laughs> you're a crackhead um i was gonna make a cake but my mother didn't know that so she brought over a cake like early in the morning and typical that, grandmother it's that, like nine o'clock in the morning we're cutting cake that's why you're like a, oh you always gotta upstage me huh mom always gotta do that why can't you let me live my life <laughs> And of course, she brings over my favorite cake. Of course, like, oh, fuck you, kids! I'm getting some cake. Yeah. <laughs> fucking red velvet with that with that uh, cream cheese frosting. You understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. And um, so these kids Can literally. Get cake, daddy. Fuck you. This <laughs> my cake, bitch. These this cake was still warm coming over. These kids literally acted like somebody had given them a million dollars. Like, they were so fucking... And it's not just being happy, like, crazy kids. They were so grateful to my mother. Like, thank you so much. This cake is so delicious. Thank... I'm like, I love my kid. My kids are fucking cool. That's cool. That's what That's what happens coming up broke. Yeah. Is you get you get good people that come you, out. You, like you either get bitter... <laughs> or, <laughs> three, or, or you get humble. <laughs> there's three ways you can go when you raise a kid broke. You can get humble and good-hearted, always helping people. Stuff like that. That's what I got. You can get bitter, always pissed off. I got one of those, too. Um, or you can get crackhead. Right. As long as you stay away from crackhead. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. No, you can't borrow my microwave. <laughs> what am I put my car for? 
So we walk up a shug. <laughs> My oldest daughter, though, I think is going to be that type of crackhead. Type of no, <laughs> oh, the type oh, too good, um, too good for too good for the hood type attitude, uh, which is going to have the fake Prada bags and it, shit and all that dumb shit. It's, and I'm still laughing. Whole Prada. Time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the stitching's half hanging off right, already. Right. It's a good chai. <laughs> if you want that fully stitched, that's extra money, though. <laughs> this crank, this came straight off the truck, literally right off the truck. Came straight off the truck because I just robbed that <laughs> motherfucker on the way up here. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What are we even doing? What are we talking about? <laughs> no idea. Well, uh, this uh, t- uh, over the weekend, I was at my girl's place, and uh, we were at uh, we were at Ralph. And uh, they had this. That's his girl's name, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph's is a grocery store for those that don't know. It's like Safeway for everybody else, basically. Yeah. Um, but they had uh, Kimberly. It's some somebody does like the some uh, uh, pas- uh, baked goods for them, and brands called Kimberly something. I can't remember. But like Heather was like, "Oh, this is like not like Ralph's de- like Ralph's bakery shit." She goes, "This is this stuff's good." And it was uh. It was a Frankenstein head uh, cake, but it was all cupcakes, you know? And I was like, oh, that shit looks good. So, like, we <laughs> we got one, dude. It's chocolate cupcakes with, like, that thick frosting. Like, not the... like Not that whip bullshit. Yeah, not dude. that whip yeah. bullshit. Like, real frost, but not too sweet. And it was just like... And they were small enough that you're like, oh, man, I ate one. Oh, that, that was a really one. <laughs> you start eating more shit. <laughs> like fat ass dude. <laughs> halfway man those are kind of small though I think like three equals one <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna do ratio <laughs> you know? like I have a scale right here you know what I mean <laughs> I mean and you put one on there it's not really one I mean come on <laughs> maybe like I mean, I know... three and a half <laughs> that's really one I know the scale smells like weed <laughs> <laughs> that was that's actually just a regular note from a cupcake previously eaten. <laughs> Don't judge me, motherfucker. I'm from Colorado. <laughs> I found the streets. <laughs> hey, I told my wife as soon as that shit's legalized in Arizona, like for recreational use, I'm fucking bloop. I'm telling you right now, dude. It's gonna be it's gonna be back in the day, me chilling for the day, just for a solid day, and then I'll be done. Yeah, just a day, whatever. Just burn, burn through it. <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna hit me up. Hey, uh, That'll be the night of the podcast. Yeah, are we doing a podcast? The what? <laughs> the fuck? Who the hell are you? <laughs> Dude, I am high. <laughs> I think I'm flying right now, though. <laughs> Dude, relax, man. It's Angel dust homes. <laughs> I can't. I can't sit still. Man, coke wasn't legalized. God. <laughs> you need to settle your ass down. <laughs> You need Jesus right now. <laughs> Mind your motherfucking business. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, so you were at Ralph's. Are we at that point in the story or have no, we passed it? We we ain't passed that. Oh, I'm That's, fucking. But I got that. Yeah, but we got those cupcakes. Oh, damn, dude. <sighs> like, mm. They got they had a little cupcake shop open up down the street. And I've been meaning to hit it up. I like cupcakes, man, because like you can go into a cupcake shop. 
and you can get like healthy ones. You can get ones that have. You don't have to get the fucking. I mean, most do. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like a cupcake shot is cool because the variety is crazy, dude. Like my wife was watching this show, uh, Cupcake Wars or something oh, like right, that. Right, right, right. And um, this broad made a fucking basil. It was basil cream. I'm like, oh, that sounds fucking gross. But then she made it. I'm like, oh, it's fucking good. And then she made it. Um, uh dairy it was dairy free because i should vegan or something like that right but i was interested in that shit because like that dairy don't settle right with me (laughs) you know so like i'm like that's kind of interesting how she made it and shit and then she took the basil leaves and sugar and then she blends them so then the the oil it all infuses together my damn i want a fucking cupcake (laughs) right now dude you know my favorite cupcake is chocolate but inside it's got like that liquid crushed vicodin and um what and it, or maybe that's just how that one player that one person does it <laughs> behind the behind the realms <laughs> he's got the little hibachi and he's got a little hibachi toaster oven where he's just Jesus the... raised. <laughs> oh man all right um how about we talk about that fucking Age of Ultron trailer, dude? Dude, you know what was funny is I thought they were going to rip it down, so I, I fucking downloaded it from YouTube <laughs> with the hot quickness, dude. <laughs> Sitting on my hard drive right now. Yeah, because when, when I saw like the internet ex- literally explode um, that it had been leaked, because it's supposed to come on this week's episode of, uh, of um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and uh, suddenly it was like, you know, all of a sudden, everybody's like, yeah, it's available here. You can check it out. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get the link, and I'm not going to put it embedded into the thing because it's just going to come. I'm going to get a takedown notice yeah. in, like, two hot seconds from Disney saying. Like, what, who who did that to us last? It was Paramount. Um, it was, be, it was uh, Teenage Mutant Because I put that turtles picture yeah, up. The, yeah, the turtle picture's up. So I was like, ah, fuck that shit. I'll just wait till it becomes legit or whatnot. Uh, but I, of course, I shared it on like our Facebook and Twitter, like, "Hey, check this, check it out." But uh, I was surprised on how quick Marvel actually went ahead and just straight up released a fucking awesome version of it. I was like, "Oh shit, that was cool!" And so now, what they're, um, I, they just said, "Fuck it." Yeah, really? they were just kind of no, like, whatever. "Fuck it." I like how they poked a joke at it, saying like, "Yeah, it was Hydra." You know, yeah, hi- Hydra, dude. fucking Hydra got it, and that had it. me laugh. That was that was rolling. That was awesome. And then, uh, but what they're going to do is they're supposed to show. Uh, there's two things I, I've heard. There's either an extended trailer, or they're actually going to show like an exclusive scene from Age of Ultron. So they're changing it up a little bit. They're going to pull the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. We're going to see half of the movie before it even comes out. Hmm. Which I'm okay with. (laughs) Yeah, this is the kind of movie where it's not going to matter. Yeah, you could see. I'm still going to watch it. (laughs) At the the end, like the day before the movie comes out, it could be to the point that you could record all – download all of the fucking ads, paste them together, and you have the whole fucking movie. And you'll still go see the movie. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, oh, man. Like. Fucking James Spader as Ultron, dude, is fucking creepy, dude. Hey, yeah, they went creepy with Ultron, dude. Yeah, like, you know, he's like, and look at me without the strings. I was like, oh, fuck. He went Pinocchio on him. It was fucking, um, it looks, it looks good. But, uh, Tony looked a little, a little nervous. Yeah, Tony looked nervous. I mean, there's that one point where, um, where Thor drops the hammer. It looks kind of like, 
Like the way, yeah, like the, it, like, the trailer makes it look like everyone's giving up. Yeah, and the, like they the don't know what to do and all that stuff. And uh, oh, dude, there's that one little shot where you see Scarlet uh, Black Widow put up her hand and like the Hulk puts his hand against hers. Somebody like instantly made a meme and said, "Banner in the streets, Hulk in the sheets." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I want to know what's going on with Hulk in this movie though, because he looks all fucked they, up. Yeah, they had to bust the Hulkbuster, dude. That route, which looks dope. Oh, dude, that fight is gonna be fucking intense. Oh my god, dude. When did they they show Iron Man? Then also the I was like, oh. Well, my. uh my wife was watching with me. She's like, why is Iron Man fighting the Hulk? I said, I don't know specifically for this because obviously the movie hasn't come out. But I do know, you know, the Hulk, as as much of a hero as he is, he gets so upset sometimes. He just starts hitting fucking everything. Yeah, which is you know, funny. So that might be what's happening. Yeah, because in the original, in the very first, uh, well, the, in the first uh, Avengers comic, as well as they did the same thing in the Ultimates, was, um, yeah, he battled, they battled Loki, but they first, that's how they came, that's how they had banner was is that they actually had to take the hulk down uh, and so he didn't join the team as peacefully as he did in the first film but yeah. so it's kind of like oh like, we... the hulk always wants to be left alone yeah and it like, seeing that i'm like oh that's gonna look cool but banner looks pretty fucked up in this whole thing yeah when they cut to just banner he looks like really distraught yeah yeah <laughs> so it's just like so something's obviously going i think there's going to be plenty of character development on that end oh yeah um but yeah we're gonna have to see um what's up with thor dropping the hammer like that caps and back shield you know that's always i mean we do know from the comic you know ultron is not one to be fucking with right. i mean this is this is going to be a serious movie and and there's rumors that so the team won't be the same yeah. at the end of the movie. So yeah. So and and we have heard that what's his name might want not want to be Captain America anymore. Well, he's he's kind of backed off that. He's kind of like, you know, he goes my my his uh, the news of his retiring is is been greatly exaggerated. He goes, I'm not not full. Well, he didn't say he wanted to retire. He said he wanted to get into directing or something. Yeah, like that. but he was he was saying that that was kind of. Grossly exact. He still wants to keep cashing checks. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, if you start, if you keep doing the big Captain America movies or the big tent movies like that, you can do your smaller, your smaller pictures. It gives you the freedom to do whatever the fuck you want. Right. Really. I mean, that's you know, um, fucking. That's Johnny Depp's whole deal. Yeah. He does like these big budget movies, and then he does these smaller films. You know, and uh, but it's it's just like. Age of Ultron, when I saw it, I just, I literally shit my pants. Like, it was like, oh my god. This is... And then that one shot of the Hulk buster where he, where he, he throws the car at the Hulk and the Hulk throws it back and he catches it and then the Hulk just comes and smashes him right in yeah. the car. I was like, oh my god. Oh, the best, the best part of, part of the Hulk buster was, um, just when he stood up, like they they got the animation of the Iron Man suit so fucking crisp, dude. Like he just stands up, and you see every little detail, like all the little jets moving yeah. and shit. Oh man, it fucking makes me hot, man. <laughs> Telling you right now, is there gonna be another Iron Iron Man movie? I heard they're not gonna make another Iron Man standalone. Though. No, they said um, pretty much from what it seems that uh, Robert Downey Jr. has kind of said because he says he's working on a new deal with Marvel, but. It was going to be because when he said, yeah, sure, and, and Ellen, but he said it in, in David Letterman that, um, no, he goes, this, it, he goes, it's me and a bunch of other Marvel stuff. 
So, like Captain America, obviously we've got that rumor, which kind of coincided with that rumor going on, that he's going to be yeah. in Captain America, and, and, you know, it'd be awesome if he goes to fucking Guardians of the Galaxy, because he was in the comic, you know? So, we'll have to just kind of see how that works out, but yeah, so far, I think they're they're pretty much, I mean, they have a whole slate that they could just keep going and just drop rubber down it wherever they need them. I don't know, I just, I the Iron Man movies are always so good, too. Yeah. But, I mean... Remember that SNL bit? Marvel can't fail. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the Ant Man bit to come out. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. That should with be what's his name in it? Yeah, Rudd? Rudd. I love that dude. Yeah, and uh, Michael Douglas is Hank Pym. I'm down with that. Yeah, I'm down with that. <laughs> uh, Are you down with that? Oh, I'm down with that. Boom, boom. I'm up for that. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> Um, really quick, I wanted to just hit on this. And every time I visit new comic stores, I always like to, or new to me anyway, I like to just give them a a, a shout when when I come across uh, some that were just cool or quaint or you know what what have you. There's this place in Studio City out here in Los Angeles. It's in the West uh, San Fernando Valley, but um, it's called Comic Smash. It's a small little place. You you can tell it's just you know small owners. They it, but. Dude, they have so much. They have like so much shit. And when I mean shit, I mean like busts and statues. They had the full DC Batman Joker um, pewter chess set. Um, you know, yeah. Batman mm-hmm. is the king. Cat, uh, Catwoman is the queen. Joker is the king, and oh. and Harley Quinn is the queen. And oh, really? uh, yeah, and they had all you know, and all the villains, all the rogues gallery, and all the heroes and stuff like that it looked fucking awesome. Uh, they even had Tenet and Matt Smith busts in there for Doctor Who. Um, yeah. They had, and of course, they had you know new comics. Cool thing about this place that I dug is the fact that they did not charge you for books, uh, bags, and boards. I like that. Like all, when a shop doesn't charge for that rinky dink shit. But the thing is, is that all the comics were displayed in bags and boards. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's an added touch. Yeah. So, I mean, they were still open, so you can kind of pull them and look at them, but they were all in bags and boards, which made it nice. I thought, I kind of like that, you know? So, uh, you know, they didn't charge you for them, but uh, the guy in there was like, hey, how's it going? Left you left you alone to do whatever, but really quick to be to, there to answer a question. Uh, I got myself some of the future 52 single first issues just because I thought, I, I haven't gotten any in a while. And I like to just buy some of that. And I got some of that. I got one of those little vinyl pops for Heather, uh, Jessica rabbit. And, um, since the flash has been on television, John's like, Oh man, I, you know, he's kind of wanted to read a little bit more. So I got him the first, you know, the first set of, um, the new 52, um, yeah. for him so he's can start catching up and reading that but it was it was a cool little store uh right there on the boulevard and it was just like it was just like really nice and he had a bunch of those constantine um uh, not the regular posters but like the the kind of harder paper like the thicker paper boards mm-hmm. and he and it was just promoting constantine he goes and i look and i go oh he goes yeah feel free to take one two or 70 he goes they shipped us a lot <laughs> But yeah, he was he was really cool, and I liked him. So uh, yeah, I definitely want to tell you guys to check him out. You can check him out on Twitter and stuff like that. It's called Comic Smash, Uh, just like Hulk Smash. Oh no shit! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, I, I always like um, when when I was younger, I used to always try to hit up new shops and stuff. Um, then I moved to Arizona, <laughs> and it was pretty much Atomic Comics. But actually, since Atomic Comics has closed, yeah, I've been seeing that a lot of little shops have been popping up, and I definitely want to check out some of them. I just haven't had the time nor the money. Yeah, I don't want to check on a new shop when I don't have any money. Okay. That's kind of dumb. Yeah, yeah. Hey, nice shop, asshole. Peace. <laughs> So yeah, this is nice. I like this place. Well, I'll come back when I have some money. <laughs> I just go in there. Nice place. to knock a shit over. <laughs> like what the fuck? And it's like that little shit at the end. You know, like it's some little like cardboard thing. You just kind of like nice place. Tip. <laughs> <laughs> Extra dick. Extra. Never breaking eye contact while you do it. Exactly. That's what's important. <laughs> if he makes a move, turn you just switch, pull out a switchblade. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because that's how it. Because that's how we roll. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll go back to prison. <laughs> <laughs> I like it there. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess it's time we jump into some uh, uh, movie news here. Or actually, television news. When it was announced that Brandon Routh would be playing Ray Palmer in the upcoming season of Arrow, first question out the gate was, will he be the Atom? In various interviews, executive producer Mark Guggenheim said that the superhero aspect will not be part of the current season of the series. More based in reality, but if you were going to move towards metahumans, it probably would end up on The Flash. So, in a recent interview with MTV, Ralph opened up about the possibilities of where we will see Ralph when he takes to take on his alter ego, the Atom. Quote, For the beginning, when I met Mark and Andrew... Kirksman. Uh, they mentioned that they were thinking about doing flashback episodes all about a flashback episode all about Ray, or just about a day that something happened in his life at the same time that it happened in other characters' lives. Hint, hint, right? Uh, <laughs> since we have no basis for his ex- existence prior to the season of Arrow, it is completely possible that he may already have powers and was in Central City earlier this year, which could have exposed him to the same radiation that affected many other people, including Barry Allen. However, whether it would be on Arrow or The Flash, Ralph gives a simple a similar explanation. Mark said that if he were if said that if the shrinking was going to happen, it would most likely be on The Flash, the actor revealed. But I have no knowledge of a crossover or any of that. Arrow is very grounded in reality, so nobody really has any powers. And that is a challenging thing to have to bring a character like the Atom in, with the trademark being that he shrinks. <laughs> Although he, he does allude to some kind of costume, quote, just because he doesn't he's not shrinking doesn't mean that he's not going to be doing something else or be involved in some other kind of superhero way Routh explains I know that there is some type of suit thing happening though I'm not at liberty to discuss much but it looks cool and I would be very happy to wear it I would like to see his character appear on Arrow but since they've chosen to stick with the grounded theme which makes sense since Oliver Queen himself is not supernatural it would be cool to see him appear or possibly spin off from the flash ah uh, that would be the fanboy's wet dream right there <laughs> i don't know man friggin they they're, they're going to add so many fucking characters to these shows 
I know. It's just, I, and it's cool, you know, like you get, and I, I'm kind of, in, in a way, you know, some people are kind of groaning about the fact that, you know, these television characters aren't moving into movies, but I, I kind of like the fact that they're separated. So you can kind of just, the TV producers, especially the fact that they're all kind of part of the same team. Yeah. Now, that, well, Jeff Johns, because Jeff Johns just did a, uh, He's he's the head of um, DC Entertainment, which is the one that's that handles the TV shows. And in a recent interview I read, he did an interview with IGN. He um, they asked, and that's the only question they ever ask is like, how do you feel about you know this being separate? And you just said that who was going to play in the Flash movie, but da da da. And they said that it's just a different approach. That's all it is. And he says that it allows. And I once he explained it, I kind of understood it better. He says, by, he said, first of all, they still all coexist because DC is fully about the multiverse. Right. So they could cross over yeah. in some way. And then he also, I think that was just a little fan service. Yeah. Though, but, and then he, he said that he didn't want to create what Marvel, he didn't say this, but he didn't want to create what Marvel had because he wanted to allow creative freedom on each individual show. And he says he says that Arrow and um, Flash exist in the same universe on the TV, so they'll fuck around. But um, I I got it. Like I'm like that makes sense because they don't want to deal with what Marvel does. Like what happened in um, uh, oh the Winter Soldier, uh, yeah Winter Soldier that completely changed Agents of Shield. Well, you know, and it's funny because I actually read an interview with uh, with Marvel about that, and they said yeah they go when we when we first learned about, you know, it's like between Iron, the original Iron Man movie and the Avengers, Marvel, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. seemed to kind of come out of nowhere and become this clandestine, you know, service that, you know, it was. And they said Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of strips all, they go with the whole thing from Winter Soldier. It actually stripped the show down to kind of the basics of what S.H.I.E.L.D. was. S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't all about their, you know, tech savvy and all these cool gadgets and stuff like that they were more character basing more character driven and they said mm-hmm. this kind of allows them the chance to kind of restart shield the way they want they that they really should as opposed to what kind of happened with them in the movies because shield was kind of used as a plot point and let's be honest about that you know yeah but uh you know so we'll have to see what happens but yeah i, I totally did i i did i've have to say i've come on lately to dig that the da- the the whole thing with the multiverse thing would be kind of cool if they decided to do like an infinite crisis or something like that. Um, but at the same time, it would be, um, it would be interesting. Let's say, you know, the new flash fucks up. <laughs> nobody likes that one. Everybody says, you know, the movie comes out and nobody likes him, you know, and they're like, then they still have a flash that everybody likes. Yeah. And it's like, well, let's, let's make it a multiverse kind of thing and bring him over, you know? Oh, again, that would probably be fan service, but, you know. But, you know what? If if the movie, if all the shit takes off enough for, for long enough, you might see that. Because look at the New 52. The whole basis of the New 52 was that the multiverse was, different universes were converging on themselves. Right. So it's 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 not something that DC is new to. Right. And, and I think, and, and both Marvel and DC have the multiverse idea. But I think DC has embraced it far more, especially in recent years. Yeah. Um, then Marvel, for Marvel, it's more of a let's have some fun kind of. Yeah. They don't take it very seriously. Yeah. Like DC makes it a serious fucking plot yeah. point which, all the time. Which 
is good and bad. Because, yeah. like, Mar- I, I understand the Marvel's aspect of, like, yeah, this, it allows us to tell a story out of continuity. You know, let's do this. Oh, this takes place in another universe or, you know, or what have the you. The what-if books. The what-if books shit, yeah. and the, the um, or those, like, singular stories where, oh, yeah, Peter Parker has a sister. And this is, it's a graphic novel, but it takes place out of continuity, you yeah. know, um, and all of that stuff, which is cool. And I think that helps prevent the 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 continuity aspect from getting completely polluted you know but when you have like i mean let's be honest with dc they they've gone wrong with the multiverse before oh yeah so i mean yeah and and that was that was really the the main purpose of the new 52 because their multiverse was getting a little fucking clogged and it wasn't making much sense anymore and they're doing it seems like they're doing it again Oh yeah. Let's oh, it w- it naturally will happen again, because the only reason there is a multiverse in comic books is to allow for those books that don't make any sense. So not everybody has to follow one um, universe's storyline. They can do whatever the fuck they want, you know. And but eventually, you'll have so many of those that it will just be like, huh? And then you'll have to have fucking uh, <laughs> Flash jump on the treadmill again. Right, right. You know, so, um, you know, it, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is until it isn't. <laughs> exactly. You know, and that's that's really the key here. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Let's move along. Let's, let's move on into the multiverse further. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Bewitched is one of those uh, shows a lot of 90s kids watched on Nick at Night. Yes, I do know that the show wasn't on in the 90s, but I'm a 90s kid. <laughs> so, a television so show... fuck you! <laughs> yeah, so fuck you. A television show about a normal guy married to a modern-day witch was way ahead of its time for the era of black-and-white TV and remains one of the most memorable shows to date. CBS originally wanted to reboot the series back in 2011, but as you can probably tell, that never happened. And then now a shit movie with Nicole Kidman and Will Ferrell. Uh, and you know what? I thought that movie was going to do good because Will Ferrell was in it. Yeah. But, but when you make him the straight guy. Yeah, yeah now you're fucking up. Yeah. Um, but he was a straight guy in that one movie where the author was um, – did you ever see that movie? The author oh, narrated he, his life? Yeah, something like that. I wanted to see, but I never got around to actually watching it. That movie that. was really fucking good. You should try to find it and watch it. Uh. it was, I really liked it. Because um, he was the straight guy, but he was also freaking the fuck out. Uh. Um, now NBC has decided to pick up the slack and has committed to a pilot for a new show. Um, while most would assume a reboot is in the works, NBC is looking to continue the story where it left off. The new show will center around the, the original's granddaughter, Daphne. Daphne is a, quote, single 20-something witch who has always used her magic, magical powers to conjure herself the perfect life, end quote. It seems this is all for nothing, however, when Daphne realizes she can't use her powers to find someone to love. Aww. Um, a reboot of Bewitched is interesting to me. It's basically I call it a reboot because let's be honest. You know, I yeah, I mean they're just they're just rebooting the fucking series. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting to me because the original show was was against how a modern day woman is said to be in a lot of ways um, back then. Um, Samantha, <laughs> Samantha, the Samantha, the original witch. From you were about the show. to say the teenage witch, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, I was, because that's the show I remember yeah. the most. Um, the original witch from the show uh, was always pressured by her normal husband to use her to not use magic 
and just be a normal housewife. It's a story that, for its time, portrayed a woman that was of her own mind and wasn't to be told what to do. Um, when Bewitched originally aired, this was an interesting concept, but now it's commonplace and just the way things are. It will be interesting to see what they do with this new show compared to the original and if they can reproduce its popularity. So basically what I was trying to say at 3 o'clock in the morning um, <laughs> is that I didn't really give a fuck. <laughs> while I was reading about the reboot, I was thinking about Bewitched. And if you really think about it, that show was – the concepts of that show, well, yeah, okay, it was witchcraft. But if you peel away the witchcraft part, the concepts were very – it's almost like they were saying – some feminist shit um but masking it under supernatural nonsense um because at the time it was that was really when things were starting to shift for what women's roles were in society and all that guy wanted her to do was to shut the fuck up stop waving her hand around twinkling her nose and just make dinner that's really all he wanted her to do he wanted her to be that housewife from before you know, things started changing right. and she wanted to do her own thing. So I think that show really stood on its own in that respect. And I think that's really why it's so popular. We all remember it today or know about it today and stuff like that. The problem is, is that concept now is not only commonplace, but shoved down our throats that women can do whatever they want. I'm not contesting that fact but I have to be reminded of it every 20 <laughs> seconds when I'm watching TV. So it's not something that is new. So I, I, I think that even though this is going to have the bewitched name on it, it's just going to be yet another show about a woman who tries to find a date. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not going to be interesting. Who has these mystical powers and yeah. yeah yippee. Yeah. yeah. They all have mystical powers now. <laughs> it's going to be Whitney. It's, it's going to be Whitney. vagina. <laughs> Why don't they just cut this bullshit out and bring Whitney back? There you go. Truth. You know, just real talk. Yeah. Because that's what we do here. We keep it real. And yes, I do realize I got incredibly deep about an old <laughs> fucking show. But I mean, if you really think about it, I'm making some sense. Just saying. You know. He's from the streets. So. That's right. It can't be helped. <laughs> uh. and, he st and he defends kids and steals half their candy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't have candy too. Hey, you know what? Fuck it. Sign yeah. of the shit. <laughs> Everybody can suck a dick. <laughs> that's all. That's, that's it. it. That's that's all that's I want to add. With. That's that, that's my life motto. Is everybody can suck a dick. <laughs> Someone asked me, "What was your what's?" They asked me in like, I forget what it was for, but they were being serious. Like they wanted a serious answer. I gave them a serious answer, but they didn't like it. They were like, "What's what's your what's your credo? What do you live by?" And and I, I thought for a second, and I said, if you're not feeding me, funding me, or fucking me, then don't tell me what to do. <laughs> and that literally is what I live by. <laughs> and this this broad just looked at me like, Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Either you're going to give me some money, or you're going to make me a plate of food, or you're going to suck this dick. <laughs> or you're going to get it. So. <laughs> oh, shit. I keep it simple. Yeah, you got to. I mean, people people just need to understand sometimes. Like, why do you? Why were you listening to your wife earlier? Because she does all three of them things sometimes. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on to the gaming news. 
just as Microsoft recently rolled out the October update for their Xbox One, it seems that they are now beginning to promote what we will see in their November update. The video above in the Lazy Geeks uh, post, actually, uh, you'll see some cool little tidbits that are new and returning features, which include Xbox One backgrounds, live TV, and Twitter integration, to name a few. But we have a list here of some of the things you'll be seeing if you didn't watch the video. Uh, custom backgrounds, the number one fan requested feature, is making its initial debut for preview members. For the first time, each account on your Xbox One can have a customized background, and you can choose a custom color or achievement art as background, which I thought that was kind of cool, uh, as background on your Xbox One with more mm-hmm. customization options coming down the road. Gamer profile, you can now ch- share your location and bio as par- bio <laughs> as part of your profile. You can set these options in your Xbox One console and use Xbox One Smart Glass to browse through other people's profiles and check out their showcase items. Uh, tweet from your favorite game. Tweet about your favorite game clips. You can now share your favorite Xbox One game clips with your fellow uh, with your followers on Twitter. Use the share button on any game clip you have created and select Twitter to compose the tweet. Live TV trending uh, starting this was starting last week. A pre for preview members in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. A new tab will appear in your in one guide that displays the top 20 most watched TV shows, which will list. Uh, Oh, with the list filtered down to the shows that are currently available to you based on your one guide setting. Uh, TV, tr- TV, Twitter TV trending. That's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> New this month in preview, you can see what live TV is trending based on shows that are most that with the most conversations taking place on Twitter. Uh, Xbox TV trending, you guessed it, the trending tab on the one guide is updated to display Twitter trending first and Xbox uh, live TV trending second. Xbox, uh, yeah, you get the idea. Uh, (laughs) Tweets in uh, mini guides, uh, also recent and favorites in mini guides. You also get store improvements. Friends at game activity on Smart Glass, games uh, with gold and deals with golds on Smart Glass. For gamers with an Xbox Live subs- gold subscription, you can browse free games with gold and discounted content for the gold with gold, and initiate download of the content from your Xbox One console from your mobile device. Smart Glass store improvements, Snap IE. From the address bar in the Internet Explorer, you can now easily snap from a full-screen experience and move Internet Explorer into snap mode. Featured sites, my stats, and leaderboards. So, all of this is coming out in November. Of course, there's no actual date on it yet, but I'm sure it'll come out probably (laughs) near the end of the month. You know, that's all really interesting. Let's talk about some shit that will actually blow your fucking mind, all right? Because I'm going to talk about that PS4 2.0 update. And I know Steve knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Steve, do you know what I'm talking about? You Always know, talking. know what it is. All right. And uh, I will even read the side note that I have in it- italics uh, <laughs> at the top. Very professional. Um, I wrote, as a side note, Steve already wrote about the PlayStation 4 2.0 update uh, the day before. 
I wrote this article because I wanted to focus more on the share play functionality as his article was more about the entire update. It had nothing to do with me being too tired to check what he had wrote about that day before posting some, some, something. Dot, dot, dot. It's <laughs> <laughs> so basically I fucked up. Right, right, right. To say. But whatever. Um, Sony's PS4 is getting its 2.0 update and it's coming with a long list of improvements. Dashboard themes, YouTube integration, PlayStation cameras, voice command system improvements, and a whole lot more. One feature in particular has got a lot of people talking and ready to share. Ooh, got a little corny with it, dude. Um, You will now be able to share a play session with someone. This means you will be able to play a game with a friend if, if if only one of you owns it. Owns the game is what I meant, I guess. Um, <laughs> Sony's Sony's goal here is to simulate what you can do when you go to a friend's house and pick up the second controller. Because let's be honest, we're all lonely bastards now. No one ever goes to anybody's house to play video games. Um, this will allow friends to try out games as as well as just play with their friends, even if it isn't payday yet. Um, this is a big deal for a few reasons. Of course, the obvious is being able to play with all your friends even if everyone hasn't had the chance to pick up a new game quite yet. Um, the feature extends the ga- the games that only offer local co-op as well, meaning extending the long longevity of that game on your shelf that doesn't have online multiplayer. Of course, there is a catch, even though it was even though it was obvious there would be one. Um, co-op requires that everyone involved has PS uh, PlayStation Plus um, to make it work. Share play sessions are also limited in the time they can last. You can play through a session for an hour until it kicks you out. This is, of course, to stop those people that think they don't have to buy video games anymore (laughs) with this feature (laughs) and just mooch off their friends. Um, However, you can start a new play session immediately after the first has ended, and that's unlimited, too. You can just keep restarting. You you can only play for an hour at most. Yeah. Um, this is by far one of the biggest features to hit console gaming in a long time. It reminds me of the old days of Diablo and StarCraft when you could loan your friend your CD so they could install the free online-only version to play with you. Uh, I may be showing my age a bit with that one, though. Um, this is fucking awesome. Like, imagine... Okay, Steve. Imagine, if you will, we both have a PS4, which we eventually will both have yeah. a PS4. But I'll probably have um, mine before you have yours. <laughs> probably, probably, probably. Probably, and you'll prob- probably, probably, <laughs> probably. And and you have more disposable income, so you will probably buy that new game that much faster. So you'll be like, damn, Adam, you got to check out fucking GTA 7, whatever the fuck you're playing. <laughs> GTA 7. And I'm like, I'm like dude, you oh. got to try out Call of Duty 20. That would never happen. <laughs> One, you would never buy that. And two, I would never want to try it. Um, so you'd be like, you got to try this game. It's like, oh, you know, we stay in broke. <laughs> we stay in broke for a couple months. I can't get it. Let's do a place. Let's do a share play session. And then we could play. That's fucking awesome. That is, dude. yeah. You know, I mean, that's real fucking cool. And, um, and especially, too, I think that the biggest deal is what I said in the article with the co-op. Is you have games that don't have online multiplayer, so they're fun, sure, but their replayability wears out quicker because you can't always have, especially when you're an adult gamer because you got a job, you got shit to do. You can't always just go to your friend's house to play video games. Like you're 15, like ride your bikes up there and shit. (laughs) Um, So that's, I mean, you got a co-op only game. You can, it's now an online multiplayer game. 
you know, and an hour is plenty of time. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I mean, an hour, in gamer time, an hour is fine. Well, there's a lot of people complaining, oh, they had to limit it. I'm like, of course they fucking limit it. So if they didn't limit it, there'd be that one rich friend. Right. And his PS4 would never turn off because all of his friends would be playing his fucking game. Exactly. And, and the, you know, it's a business at the end of the day. <laughs> they got to make money, too. Yeah. But I think it, it's a big deal, too, because Sony's really showing. I think the PS4 has really been a symbol for Sony really showing that they're making something for the gamers. Like, every step of the way, it's it's always been something that gamers love. Everything they add. Yeah, you know, they, they they haven't. I haven't seen the misstep once. Yeah, and that's pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean, aside from the little, you know, uh, PS camera that they had last time. Um, yeah, yeah, the camera was. But that the, the thing or the P- PlayStation Move. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, the camera too was kind of lame. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I mean, and you know, the people that complain are the ones that want it for free. They want everything for free. Um, and to be honest, you know, if you have somebody who has a game, I mean, it's this is, I mean, it's cooler than actually having someone give you, you know, it's better than getting the demo because the demo is always some random level that yeah. you know, and in here it could be someone. And the demo's always pumped up to give you like the best possible thing to do in that game. Exactly, so it's a little more, you know, tried and true testing. I think it's just, it, I'm looking forward to this. I, I've been, you know, it's one of the things too for me is like, well, waiting for this so then, you know, when I do decide to get a PlayStation Four, at least the, you know, 2.0 firmware will be in there. So some of the stuff that they finally pro- that they actually promised us at the beginning is finally here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down with it. Yeah. All right. Moving on into comic news. What was originally believed to be a five-day tease for Marvel for the next summer event, Secret Wars, and it seems Marvel is just going with it until they use most of their modern-day library. From what everyone can deduce, it seems that Marvel uh, will be taking some of their more iconic storylines and place them in parallel worlds to see how they play, how they played out, kind of like DC's Flashpoint series back in 2010 and 2011. Uh, this week started off with some major teases from popular comic series and events. On Monday, Marvel threw out uh, the image of the Infinity Gauntlet, which has been, you know, the story behind Thanos's rise in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in Guardians of the Galaxy and the Avengers. On Tuesday, they used the House of M event. Uh, that was a huge X-Men event a few years ago, but according to the cover, it includes Hulk and Spider-Man standing behind Magneto. Could mm. uh, could this be a universe in which there is no Professor Xavier, or better yet, a role reversal? <gasps> it's possible. Uh, lastly, on Wednesday, they dropped a very popular and fanboy wish storyline that they would have done at the most recent Wolverine movie, Old Man Logan. It will be interesting to see how these stories play out in the summer of 2015. However, if this is what I think it is, I'm all in. So, it's going to be interesting. I'm seeing these stories as kind of one-offs because, you know, with the whole Secret Wars, obviously it's going to be a play in parallel worlds and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm I'm seeing that this is going to be more of that and these stories as we were talking about one-offs in parallel worlds. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm digging in. I'm looking forward to it. And in that house of M, I also forgot to mention Daredevils in there too. 
standing behind Magneto. So. Oh no shit. Yeah. So. It's gonna be interesting. It will be very interesting. <laughs> Darkwing Duck. That's it. That's all you have to say. That's it. Next. Done. We're done. <laughs> now on to technology news. <laughs> right. So, one of my favorite cartoons when I was a child was Darkwing Duck. Not to be confused uh, with Howard the Duck. No. A Batman parody of sorts, Darkwing Duck was a superhero that was a bit more in love with how great he was than actually being that great. <laughs> uh, with the aid of others, he was able to get the job done, though. This is, it's, it's kind of your... You see this formula a lot now. Where an Inspector Gadget is, is another, another great example. Like The hero isn't really that... I mean, his heart's in the right place, but he's not that great. Right. It's the people behind... Like, his family or... You know, Inspector Gadget was Penny and shit. Like, that was really getting the job done. Like, Speed Racer wasn't really the hero. It was... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, comic book artist James Silvani uh, broke the news that the first 16 issues of the uh, Boom Comics um, Darkwing Duck series titled Darkwing Duck, the, the Definitely Dangerous Edition, <laughs> will be released in January as a collection. Uh, this will also lead into an all-new series as well, both being published by Joe Books. Um, quote, but the best news, he's literally going to say exactly what I just said, by the way. Um, but the best news of all is this collection will lead into <laughs> an all-new Darkwing Duck ongoing series coming in 2015 from Joe Books, said, Savan- said Silvani um, on his Tumblr. Uh, Aaron Sparrow and I have already begun and will give more details as soon as possible. Uh, Sparrow, who Silvani calls the editor and driving force of the DW Comics, has already looked over the 16-issue collection to make sure there there weren't any continued continued continu- <laughs> continuity. Conti- yeah, there you go. Continuity errors. It's late. It's getting <laughs> there. Um, this is earlier errors. than most of our other ones. <laughs> I know. I just I've been waking up early and fucking my shit up. Um, errors when put up against the original Disney cartoon series. I put in parentheses, yes, it's that important. And I wasn't being sarcastic. Um, Silvani has also reworked a bit of his art for the original series as well. I personally can't wait to see what new adventures this classic hero will get into. Being a parody of Batman, it should be interesting to see how DW will be affected by the new incarnations of the Dark Knight in film as well as the comics. Yeah, because Batman's got really, really dark. Like, even darker than the 80s. Um... Lately, and I know that Darkwing Duck isn't gonna get that fucking crazy, but it's gonna be interesting to see like how the Nolan movies affect Darkwing Duck a little bit. Like, where's the Dick Meter? <laughs> yeah, so it's um, it's just a great. I mean, it's great '90s cartoons, man. I mean, they're just fun to watch. You know, they didn't think of themselves too highly. They were just fun. Um, On a side note, um, we were cracking up earlier because you know the news of Christian Bale gonna be playing steve jobs so mm. we're making some cracks of like oh how's he gonna work that batman that batman voice in you know where's the iphone <laughs> what did i say you said uh oh, I, I said oh i upload i uploaded it to icloud upload it to me yeah or something like yeah that. upload to me upload it to me <laughs> stupid where's the iphone where's the iphone like what the fuck and then bill gates would be the joker (laughs) imagine bill gates in the meeting where they're uh where you know microsoft invests money into apple 
<laughs> you see a guy like, have you ever wondered, have I ever told you how I got these scars? <laughs> dude, I think Bill Gates can pull off a Joker voice, though, dude. <laughs> He's got kind of a squirrely voice. Like, Bill Gates is literally the archetype for a nerd. Oh, like this for that particular stereotype. Like he's a great guy, you know what I mean. But it's it's <laughs> his voice, the way he dresses, the way he stands. Just he's such a nerd. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be hilarious. All right, moving on to technology news. While Apple has been in the news recently for their new mobile payment system, Apple Pay, it seems that not many of the stores are supporting it. As the website likes to boast that they are supported by 34 different retail chains and numerous banks, many of them are eight different variations of Foot Locker and Apple themselves. And Apple themselves, uh, it seems many major stores have skipped this train. Many of the retailers like Walmart, Kmart, 7-Eleven, and Best Buy have decided to skip Apple Pay and form their own payment app called Current C. Get it? Current C. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> insert drum here beat here so when you take your trip to your local Rite Aid just because they own their own NFC readers it has been disabled for systems like Apple Pay Google Wallet and even SoftCard on top of that currency is not supported by any financial institutions but it technically does not need to be the reason being is that it manages to bypass all the Visa card and MasterCard logos and inundate uh, our pl- uh, all the plastic as it is right now. For the longest time, retailers have been trying to find a way to get back at the banks for the fees they charge to accept credit cards. When someone at a retailer asks you whether uh, for either debit or credit, it's simply because debit, while you need to enter your PIN number, is actually less for the retailer. Obviously they would be in support of this. Currency is designed to cut out the banks and the pr- their processing fee. The app, which is slated to be released next year, will dr- will withdraw directly from your checking account. In theory, you should be able to use it like this. You pay that the register with a QR code displayed on your Android or iOS device, or pay with a gift card and select store debit and credit cards. And as an extra incentive, you will be given coupons exclusive coupons and promotions for those who actually use the app current C's partners include the gap old navy 7-eleven kohl's lowe's dunkin donuts sam's club sears kmart bed bath and beyond banana republic stop and shop and wendy's to name a few so when you go to a store that does not accept apple pay, apple pay don't get mad at them however i'm sure many of you uh would be but it is a war with the banks that sh- that charges you to use your cards and retailers to accept those cards. They pay percentages and they add up quickly. So in the end, you uh, we will have to see how things work out for both Apple Pay and currency. This I knew this was gonna happen. This is gonna be a big fucking mess, dude. Yeah. Like they're gonna try to do that, and then everyone's gonna come up with competition. But the thing is, it's not just technology now. Now you're fucking with money. Yeah. So it, the banks are getting involved. Like it's just, ugh, it's gonna be a mess. Just use your fucking debit card. Yeah. Pull your wallet out. Yeah. Nobody's so fucking lazy. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. It's it's getting to the. I mean, I I knew this was gonna happen, but you know, I mean. Stores, you know, I mean, you pay two percent on a charge card. That's a lot. 
That's a that is really especially if you're making a big purchase, like you yeah. can like Best Buy buying a TV and yeah, shit. you pay and the retailers have to pay two percent for every credit card transaction. You figure some place like Best Buy or Walmart or Kohl's, even Lowe's, how much they make in a day, and then two percent of that automatically goes to pay credit yeah, cards. Yeah, because the majority of it is fucking debit and credit card. Yeah, so when you have somebody that goes like, "Hey, well, can you cut me a deal?" and then they say, "Well, if you pay cash," because they're saving money. Yeah. You know, and if they catch you a deal, then they have to take two percent out of that just to pay for you to use your card. So, when I worked at when I worked at Best Buy, you'd hear a lot of customers go, "Well, if I pay cash, can I get it cheaper?" Right. But no. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But some shops will do that. Yeah, some know? shops will definitely do that. So, I mean, you know, retail and banks have. There's no other alternative for them. You know, for retailers, banks have them by the balls. They have us by the balls. You know, because you really can't do anything without a bank account. The yeah. only, the only, um. What the fuck was I gonna say? I don't know. I think I, I think I just forgot. So never mind. <laughs> that sucks, especially when it happens on the podcast. I know, right? <laughs> uh, whatever. You know what I was gonna say that we should move on to my story. That's definitely what I was gonna uh, say. Um. So finally, I'm getting a little. I'm getting a little like wind sound. You know what? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Here, I'll move it. Finally. A reason to use Google and pull you away from Bing. Boom. <laughs> Seriously, like though. You really needed another reason. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though, uh, Google search has always been great for pulling an overview of certain search topics into a sidebar, or sometimes the top of the page. Uh, or right the in, top of the person you're looking for. Hey. Uh, right in that search, <laughs> right in your search results. Um, now, that functionality has been extended to video games. The knowledge graph, by the way, that's what it's called. When you see um, like the information panel on the right side, it's called the knowledge graph. I learned that while I was writing this. <laughs> um, the knowledge graph will display key details about the game that you've searched for, uh, as seen uh, as seen in the article that I wrote um, for a classic NES title that I searched for, Wall Street Kid. What up? <laughs> um, details <laughs> details include the developer of said game, the platform, uh, and the release date. It even goes as far as to tell you what others are also search for when they search for that particular game. That's fun because it's that's like you search for I searched for Wall Street Kid and then it showed some older games. I kept clicking on shit. Um, Google is always watching, folks. That's why I put it. Uh, there really isn't much more to say about this other than to try it out for yourself. This will this will make it even easier to disprove your friends when they say silly things like the first DuckTales game was on Super Nintendo. This really happened to me. <laughs> Almost slapped that motherfucker in the face. Um, this really, I mean, wasn't a big deal, but it, it kind of, at first when I was like, ah, whatever, I'll write about this because it's kind of interesting. It actually is a big deal because now when I'm doing game stories, right. it's easier for me to reference shit. Like I just hit Google, I type the name in, and it gives me the release date of of like a future game or whatever. It gives me who who it's coming out with and what platform it's on, and I, it's just like everything's just quicker. Google's got your back, guys, because that's how they do it. They got your back because they know everything else. Yeah. So <laughs> that should be interesting. Yeah, you should try it for yourself. Go search for a game. Uh, you know, maybe I will. It's super fun. Or maybe I just go a. Fuck Google. No, you'll probably just ask me. 
<laughs> like you always do. Hey, when that game, what what system was that game for? And I'm Super Nintendo. Oh, okay. Then he doesn't talk to me for a week. Just so used and cheap. <laughs> yeah, now you know how I feel. <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, it does. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't have to make sense. I'm beautiful. <laughs> Maybe you would just hold me once in a while. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, man. All right. Many times people, companies, or someone does something that's straight up bitch. This is a section of the podcast called This Week's This Bitch. This week's this bitch is this dude. <laughs> this dude. <laughs> this dude. Um, it's it's really short. Uh, it comes from the Huff- Huffington Post. Uh, I'm just going to read the, the article here. A Georgia man is back behind bars after mistakenly sending a request for marijuana to the worst person imaginable. Alvin Cross Jr. He already sounds guilty. <laughs> Of Alvin. <laughs> Alvin. Alvin! <laughs> uh, of Albany accidentally sent a text message reading, You have some weed? To his parole officer, WALB reports. Cross was on probation after being sentenced to 15 years in prison for armed robbery offense in 2006. Daugherty County Lieutenant Lance Montgerard told the Huffington Post in an email. This is how important the message was. I sent you an email. Yeah. <laughs> this dude. In response <laughs> to the text, law enforcement raided Cross's residence where they discovered a bag of cocaine. As a result, Cross pleaded guilty on Monday to cocaine possession and was sentenced to a year in prison. Cross did not is uh, Cross is not the first drug offender to fail uh, is to fall victim to technology. No, this is just fall victim of being an idiot. Uh, October of last year, a New Jersey man allegedly set, uh, allegedly setting up a marijuana sale accidentally sent a text about the deal to a police detective. Then the same, the that same month, a California woman sent a message to a narcotics detective while allegedly trying to set up an illegal deal for an opiate called uh, fentanyl. 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 It's like what the fuck, people. Don't you like? Don't you have like, you know, their names in there like Popo, Five O. It's, it's not even that. It's the whole purpose of being on probation is to say, "Hey, man, you fucked up. We're gonna give you a second chance. Don't fuck up anymore while you're on probation." And then these motherfuckers immediately fuck up again. Yeah. And then wonder why they're going to jail. Like stupid, dude. It's like people that are like, "I'm the best." I'm the best, you know, burglar or best whatever, best hustler. It's like, really? How many times have you been to jail? Because obviously you're not the best. Yeah, that's right. You know who the best is? The dude that's out. The dude you never heard of. Exactly. (laughs) This dude looks all sorts of stupid. He's got like a grill. Yeah. And he's got like these, like, it kind of looks like surfer dreads. Like his hair yeah. is kind of like done in like a, a california surfer kind of way but it's all dreaded out and you know what's funny he's he's posing for a mugshot, but he's taking he's making sure he's showing that he has gold teeth oh of course gotta show deck because I mean, it's very important that the police of georgia know <laughs> that you have gold teeth which is yet another reason why he's an idiot <laughs> this is how i am i'm from the streets yeah. 
thank you for showing me a distinguishing feature so it'll be easier <laughs> to find you later exactly uh all right um if you'd like to recommend a this pitch to the podcast please recommend it on our facebook page facebook.com slash the lazy geeks or mention it to us on twitter at the lazy geeks using hashtag this bitch uh you can even send us an email at to the website at the lazy geeks.com all right so last story of the week I posted something on this on Facebook, and Adam uh, Adams uh, noted that and was cracking up about it. It was, uh, did Amazon really need to reveal that the Amazon Fire Phone was a complete failure? Um, apparently, they felt the need to. Uh, they didn't. Yeah. Um, TechSpot, this story comes from TechSpot, uh, it's pretty well established now that the Amazon Fire phone was a complete and utter failure for the company. Data from two months ago indicated that as few as 35,000 Fire phones were in circulation, causing Amazon to slash their on-contract price in an attempt to shift more stock. Now the company's third quarter earnings report is in, and we're getting a better look on how the phone has performed. For Q3 2014, Amazon posted revenues of $20.84 billion, up 20% from the same period last year. However, operating losses were significantly higher at $540 million. Amazon wrote off $170 million as a direct result of the failed uh, Fire Phone, stating that the company has a further $83 million of inventory still to deal with. Executives said that they were learning from their success and failures, I hope so, and might not be so quick to jump into the market next time around. Amazon's financial results were also affected by the $1 billion acquisition of, t- of Twitch and the $2 billion investment in an Indian com- e-commerce market. Despite a large increase in ca- free cash flow compared to Q3 of 2013, Amazon stock tanked by 10% in after-hours trading following the news of the significant operating loss. Next quarter, Amazon expects to lo- um, the losses to continue, estimating to lose around $570 million for the period. It may be uh, some time before the online giant can return to profitability. And... Yeah, yeah, a whole three days. Yeah, we'll be back to um, <laughs> the phone. I mean, we said it before the phone even came out. It's, it, there was no purpose. Yeah, it just they should have just stuck with tablets. They were doing fine. You're overextending yourself. Cause see, here's the thing: when you're dealing with phones, you're dealing with a whole set of ish. A whole other. It's set no of longer issues. a toy. Right. That's the thing. When you're dealing with a with an e-reader, that's progressively cheaper than an yeah. iPad or a Surface tab, you know, even the Samsung stuff. You're dealing with a phone that's different. It was I mean, and people knew it. And here here was another thing. We talked about this like I don't even remember. Yeah, before the phone was released about the specs for the phone were so I I I want to say archaic, but I don't think it's that bad. No, there's we're talking about five year old technology. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I have my phone, my S three, my Galaxy S three had better operating power than than that phone, which was pretty much designed to sell you shit. Well, they took they took a Kindle Fire HD. Why not? Mm-hmm. Made it smaller. Same type of shit on it. 
and made it like three times the price. Yeah. Makes no sense to me. Yeah. And it didn't make any sense to anybody else. Yeah, one ninety nine out the door. It's like, fuck that, dude. Oh, you stupid. Yeah. Stupid for that. And it was just it's just hilarious that you that these guys actually thought that they had something. Like, oh yeah, we we well this is what the this is the problem. They felt like they couldn't lose. Yep. That's 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 what I think it all just kinda came. It's to. lonely at the top and it hurts when you fucking slip off. Yeah. That's all that is. They fucking you see companies do this shit all the time. Yeah. This make make shit. Oh yeah, this will this will be fine. No, nope, not fine, because it's a piece of shit. Hmm. I mean, and, and the thing was is that Am- I, if this phone had come out five years earlier, I think you probably would have done better. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, but they they waited too fucking long, and you know it just it. It wouldn't have done well, but it would no. have done better. Yeah, it would have done better, but yeah, it just was complete. It's, it's, it was horseshit. Let's just be honest. Fucking garbage, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just a waste of time. Yeah. I mean, it's. I don't even know when they were first coming out. I remember we were talking to each other. And we both just sounded confused. Like, why? <laughs> why are they doing this? Because there was no need for it. You know, and that was the thing. I mean, we we have shit phones. They're called flip phones. <laughs> Or oh, there's pl- there's plenty of shitty Android phones. If somebody oh. wants a shitty phone, yeah, you know, was- you want three year old technology, you know, you can get a shitty Android phone. That's right. Get a prepaid phone, you'll be good to go. Oh, it was funny. We were at uh, Universal Studios today, um, and uh, we're wa- we're looking at these people, and everybody's using these selfie sticks. You know, selfie sticks. Well, it's sticks that you can attach to like a camera, a camera phone, and stuff like that. So you can try, you can take a cooler picture, like holding it higher or further away, you know, or, you know, for video. So you don't have (sighs) like there. So people are using them like to take selfies and shit like that. And like they're holding them up so the phone like gets farther away. So then people can like take pictures of a bigger group. And um, I just looked at that and I was like, you know, it would be funny. Is if you saw somebody, someone's ghetto ass, do that with an old fucking flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got a fucking like a disposable camera on it and yeah. shit. Like we will get this right. <laughs> get this, get this shit right. You know, somebody's got that old like LG flip phone. You know, right there. they got a razor up on top. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't even know that had a mount point. Well, I got some rubber bands on it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty a, legit. Wait, is that is that the old Nokia? Is that the bar phone? Really, <laughs> I, didn't, all you could, I didn't even know you had a camera on that thing. All you could say at that point is, don't judge me. Don't yeah. judge me. <laughs> I just want to take a picture, man. Struggle is real. <laughs> <laughs> and then at that point, you feel bad. You're like, hey, man, I'm sorry. Here, here's $10. Yeah, here. We're going to sell something to eat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh man <laughs> Jesus loves you man. exactly Jesus loves you dude here get something to eat get something for your dog yeah. too I don't have a yeah. dog sure sure yeah that's right yeah exactly <laughs> you live in that Will Smith life just wandering around <laughs> with a dog alright that is it for the Lazy Geeks podcast remember we're thinking so you don't have to I'm Stephen Vargas I'm Adam Riley. Peace out.
This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com.